All right, I think we can all agree that every new investor struggles with the same issues. They're out there talking to motivated sellers, they're finding deals, but they're unsure of how to comp these properties and how to determine what they are worth or what the ARV is. There's a tremendous amount of anxiety trying to figure out how to find the after repair values. Now, we all know that in order to make a great offer on a property, you have to start with the end in mind, meaning you really should know the ARV or the after repair value of the property before you can discount it and subtract your repairs and or wholesale fee to get your perfect offer amount. Well, if you're like me and you're not a licensed real estate agent, it's difficult to get access to your local MLS without asking your agent or bugging your buddies who are licensed all the time to run those comps for you and generate those estimated values. Well, not to worry. There's a company out there that can grant you MLS access to view and comp properties nationwide. I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash comps, and you can even get a free 14-day trial to test it out for yourself. Now, not only can you use this company to get comps and generate ARVs for these deals that you're finding, but you can also use it to help you find out how much the property owner owes on the property so you're not overpaying. Did I mention that you can use this company to also pull lists of motivated sellers? When I do marketing, I'm looking for vacants, absentee owners, high equity, pre-foreclosure, and many, many more reasons that the owner might be motivated. These guys can help you generate these lists so you can market them accordingly. I like, the, I like to mail them and also skip trace them so my team can call or text them. Again, if you're having problems getting comps, I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash comps to get access to a 14-day free trial so you can run your own MLS comps and even use this company to pull your own list of motivated sellers. I use them to run my comps and to pull my list. If you're not using them, you are absolutely missing out. So check them out today dpipodcast.com forward slash comps for more information. Welcome to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, where we show you how to buy real estate at a discount so you can create wealth over time and income today. Our mission is to share what we have learned from the experience of others and help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate, the Discount Property Investor way. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, Discount Property Investors, your hosts, David Dodge and Mike Slane. Check us out online at discountpropertyinvestor.com. And there's a link on there to the freewholesalecourse.com. Again, that's freewholesalecourse.com. Today we are going to be touching on some case studies. So we are going to be talking about some of our recent deals mm -hmm. and uh, kind of break those deals down for you, talk about how we were able to get those deals and what we did to bring those deals to the finish line, how to get those closed and what we did. And um, Mike, you want to talk about yours sure. first? Yeah, I'll or? go ahead and get started. So some real life examples. Uh, I 
started, I mean, it's probably been about three years ago, and I started, I'd say pretty typical for a lot of investors working in rental areas. Uh, for whatever reason, it seems that some of those areas are a little bit easier to get motivated sellers or to find motivated sellers. And since then, I've done, oh, I don't even know how many deals, uh, but I mean, a good number of deals. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. It's only been three three years or so, but we have done a number of deals. And uh, every time it's, uh, you still have the same set of emotions, I, I would say. And the most recent one is one um, that was still up in North County. And this is a little bit nicer pocket, uh, a fluorescent. So one of the areas that has a little bit more uh, more desirable right now. I think we have a lot of activity up there from investors buying. Uh, prices are pretty pretty strong. Uh, but the lead source. So where did I get the lead? So we've we've touched on the importance of doing all multiple different types of marketing. This one came as a referral from someone in my BNI group. So he had referred me uh, to this gentleman back in oh it was probably March. He had uh, done an introduction. Uh, I called him on the phone and said, hey, how's it going? And we just kind of just chatted briefly. So I, this is a free lead? Yeah, essentially, essentially free. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so B&I. Okay. So this but is a RIA for the most part. Kind of. Yeah. I mean. Well, it's a networking. Yeah, networking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So free lead, essentially. Um, he called me, said, okay, yeah, I don't know if they're really quite ready to sell yet or not. Because uh, this is parents' house. So nothing comes of it. Nothing comes of it. Uh, about three weeks ago, he calls me back and he says, hey, uh, my parents have moved out and they're ready to sell. Would you be, are you still interested in buying the house? And to me, I say, well, of course, I'm, I'm an investor. I'm still interested. It's one of those things. It's funny because people just, they kind of, they don't know. I mean, this is your business. That's what I do full time. Mm -hmm. So I said, yeah, happy to, happy to meet you guys. Uh, when's good for you? And they, he was off work so he's working his parents are off they've moved to somewhere else he's trying to figure out the times he said well uh you know we, we could do today or uh you know we can meet uh i'm not off work again until um i think it was i don't know maybe like two weeks later and so well I'm, I'm free this afternoon i can i can make some time for you this afternoon so i met him up there that day he drove his parents from their new apartment which is much closer to them uh, to the house so i met all three of them up there Although it was a very quick appointment, I still ran the comps and brought them with me. I had an, a contract pre-filled out, ready to go, ready to show them. You were prepared. Yeah, so you get, get prepared for the appointment. Met them up there, walked through the house, just kind of told them uh, my typical spiel, which is, you know, I'm an investor, I buy cash, I'm not really looking uh, to make a, a uh, you know, I can't pay you the most money uh, as an investor. I'm gonna turn this property, it's gonna be a rental. And that's really what I'm looking to do. But you had advantages. You said, I'm going to buy it as is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay you cash and we're going to close fast. Right. And they understood that they said, oh, yeah, we know the area is not quite as nice as it used to be. Uh, this is an older couple and they lived there for, you know, 40, 50 years and were just, they couldn't maintain the house. So they moved into an apartment closer to their son. So walked through the house with them, looked through everything. The house was in pretty good shape. So I wasn't really able to, I mean, beat them up over price uh, on many things that needed to be repaired. Uh, hardwood throughout. Now a lot of stuff needed updating. Uh, kitchen super updated. Uh, the roof was I think 10 years old, uh, but it looked pretty bad because of some weathering. So anyway, it's like rental grade? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. No, okay. you're probably still 10, 15 years left in it. Sure. Um, so we talked about everything. We talked about the house. We talked about the area and how it's declined. And then we sat down at, at uh, the little breakfast bar uh, in the kitchen. Uh, if you can, 
sit down with them at their home. Sit mm -hmm. down at the table. Mm -hmm. Well, the tables moved out. They'd already or moved the out. bar, whatever so, yeah, you got. A breakfast yeah. bar. They had. They were able to sit down, mm -hmm. uh, older couple, and we just. I went through the comps and said, you know, here's where the market's at, mm -hmm. and this is basically what my offer is going to be. And then I took out my contract and I went through it with them. I used a special sales contract because I think I mentioned before, I am a licensed realtor. So we do have to disclose that. Mm -hmm. uh, go through all that with them and just said, that's really where my offer's at. I could kind of read them and I knew they were sold on it, but it was a house that they lived in for 40 something years and they weren't quite ready to pull the trigger that day. Mm -hmm. So I backed off and I just said, here's my contract. Uh, you guys go ahead and take this with you. When you guys are ready to sign, I'm happy to come meet you out here or meet you at your home, whatever you'd like to do. And I just left it at that. Mm -hmm. So we closed. And but you left the contract mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Left a contract with them for them to review so they could mm -hmm. call me, ask any questions. That was a big thing for them. They just wanted to feel comfortable. And that was basically what I was pushing. I wasn't going to try to be pushy and close it that day because that's not what they needed. Yeah, people don't want that. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. And again, it's different for everybody. Some of them... I mean, they, they understood their house was in an area that needed to sell, mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily for full retail. If they listed it, they were going to have to fix some things up because it wasn't retail ready. Mm -hmm. uh, it was closer to rental ready, but not uh, retail ready. And they understood yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, so left them. Uh, the son called me back a couple days later, said, hey, we're ready to go with your offer. My offer uh, was 37. There was literally zero negotiations on it. Um, 37 was pretty much the lowest sold comp in that area. Uh, and that was just the number I used. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. so you, just, you just pulled the lowest comp? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the lowest comp. Uh, so did you have to follow up with them or did they call you back? How did that work? So you go out, obviously, you meet them, you mm -hmm. give them the contract, you show them the comps, and you, and, and which is I want to bring up a good point on this, is it's not you versus them. It's, nope. it's you and them versus the market. Right. And that's one thing that I want, really want to stress is that if you have the ability to run comps on the MLS crate, if you don't, use Zillow comps. You know, Find what's sold in the area, bring that with you. Be prepared for these appointments. Bring that with you. That way, whenever you can sit down, assuming you can sit down with them, you can, you can say, listen, folks, you know, I'm on your side here. You mm -hmm. want to sell, I want to buy, but we need to find that win-win. Mm -hmm. you know? And by showing them the comps, that way it's not you just kind of coming up there, you know, flashy being like oh i got cash i'll buy your house right you know like the little accent <laughs> what well, is you want to be but <laughs> yeah you want to be i mean you're making a friend so the whole uh i mean one of the first things you want to do is try to build rapport right. i guess that's kind of what i was uh dancing around is that i was trying to be on their side that's absolutely you and you want to and you want to show the comps therefore it's you and them versus the market mm -hmm. will the market bear what they're asking and if not, here's why. Mm -hmm. so, so, and, and basically, it's just here's what I can do. You know, I mean, if I if if the market said the property was worth seventy thousand, that's where I would be. Mm -hmm. But the market says that properties in this area sell for this amount, which was thirty seven, and this is what I can pay you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so then follow up. Did they call you? Did you call them? How did that work? Sure. So follow up. Uh, it was probably two days later. The son called me back. Cool. And said, I think we're ready to go with your offer. And I said, okay, great. Well, what do you guys want to do? You want me to meet you up uh, at their place? I can, I'm happy to do that. They actually came out here to our office uh, and sat down, and they had a, a list of questions. Like I said, they it was sat down at the table here. Sat down right here. Nice. And they had, uh, they had a list of questions about the contract and about closing. Mm -hmm. And I just went over everything with them. Just said, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we do. The title, our title company is gonna handle all that for us. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, no true objections to it. They. Uh, we signed the contract and that was it. So there really wasn't a whole lot of negotiation mm -hmm. in this one. You kind of said, here's what the market will bear. 
I'm willing to pay this. Here's my offer. I mean, it was a couple days later. They say, let's do it. They come in. They have a couple questions, of course, that you answer. Mm -hmm. You sign, they sign. That's yeah. a great, easy so, deal. It was well, and it's a motivated seller. Yeah, I mean, it was somebody who they understood their property was worth not very much. They need to get rid of it, and they were yeah. just ready to have somebody make it easy for them. So that's what we did. So house cash, sold easy. House right? sold easy. That's what so we do. Cash. We closed it uh, quick. The closing was two weeks later, mm -hmm. um, which is extremely quick. It's very quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the sale side of it. So once we had it under contract. Um, I'd actually asked him, I forgot to mention this, I'd asked him to bring up a key so we can put a lockbox on it. And I said, you know, I'm going to have to have my contract go through, just confirm my numbers, and then when we close, we'll have the key there so you don't have to worry about uh, bringing the key with you to closing and that sort of thing. It's a great, one great thing, way to do it. One less thing to, to worry about. They wrote down a four-digit number on the contract, and that was the number that I put in the lockbox, and then I dropped off on that property. So we're under contract. I then, after they left, uh, thanked them and sent the title company the contract, opened up escrow. Mm -hmm. So from there, it's the sales side. This one fit one of our unique programs that we offer here called our Buyers Club. So we've partnered with a local RIA, uh, hard money lender, and a bank where we can actually get some of the students of the RIA uh, properties that fit certain criteria. It's a model. Exactly, it's a model. So. We get properties for them for a certain percentage of the after-repaired value, and they're able to buy them with almost uh, no money out of pocket. Little to none. Little to no money out mm -hmm. of pocket, right. So this one, I think it was like a 200% cash on cash return after the the final financing. The hard out. money and all the financing, yep. So kind of, it they were teeing up deals for them, makes it almost a no-brainer. Same thing, so we bring it to them, uh, present it to them, little to no negotiation on that side as well. Mm -hmm. Just a, a quick... Uh, well, whenever you're presenting the deal at a, at a good, good to great value, there's really not, uh, not much room for negotiation. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everyone's always going to want to negotiate, but if you can say, hey, I'm teeing this up for you already, it's got X number, uh, X amount of equity built in. Mm -hmm. I've already teed up the hard money lender and your exit with a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, the, you know, and there's a little bit of competition there. Yeah, too, so, so I was going to say that's the other thing. So if they don't want it, there's about four or five people right behind them that would sign for that deal. Mm -hmm. So again, we've kind of created our own market for some of these properties by doing that. Yep. Let's talk numbers. Let's talk numbers. So purchased it for 37, sold it for 42, quick 5,000. Uh, that's the, a great deal. The end buyer, we closed it, like I said, two weeks later. They closed a week after that. So we did have to fund it for short period of uh, time, about a week, one week, but pretty simple. I mean, let uh, me ask you this, Mike, mm -hmm. from the time that you had signed the A to B contract, meaning house sold easy, our company bought the property mm -hmm. or took equitable interest by getting it under contract right. from the seller. What was the time frame that it took to put together an offering report? Present it to um, the buyers club, which is uh, something that we do at, at our company. It's an mm -hmm. internal model and program that we've kind of built um, to getting the contract signed between um, Household Easy, our company, and the end buyer. What kind of a time frame are we looking well, at? Well, as we're still fleshing that out, and Dave, you've been a huge help. I mean, creating that sure, that sure. program. Uh, no, on this particular deal. On the, yeah, no, I understand. Okay. Yeah, so on this particular deal, I think it was three days before we had it. Woo! The report generated. Three days. And Love got it. it sent out to them and had it under contract to sell. So not a home run by any means, but I'm sure everybody listening or watching could use an extra 5K. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a, that is a good 
good chunk of change. Yeah. So. I mean, again, and it's it's one of those things where sometimes you don't realize uh, this business is very simple. Very simple. But sometimes it is hard. And it's the difference between simple and hard. Yeah. yeah. But this one was simple and easy. Mm -hmm. So if we can keep doing that, that's what mm -hmm. makes us pretty happy. Things can be simple in theory, but they require a lot of work. Yeah. So, and I'd say wholesaling is one of those things where yeah. it is simple, but there is a lot of work behind the scenes Absolutely. that needs to happen. Well, that's a great deal, Mike. Three days from acquisition to sale. We had to wet close that one, so mm -hmm. we had to fund it for a week. Um, paid 37, sold it for 42. 42. So yeah. we had a $5,000 profit. However, we did have closing costs since we had to purchase it and then uh, sell it. So we probably paid 700, give or take. I think total profit to the company was actually we brought home four, like four. About four. So it was about $500. in closing costs. Yeah, about 500 for, for closing, about 500 for funding, something like that. Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we had to borrow the money to, mm -hmm. to buy it for a week. So net profit on that deal was 4,000, gross was five. So we actually cashed a check for 4,000. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, again, Fantastic it's, it's not, like I said, 4,000 is not a, it's not a fortune. It's a decent chunk of change. And again, for the amount of effort that we, you put into it, I mean, it's, it's better than you're gonna get in your day job. That return on investment <laughs> for your hours of work yeah. is, is phenomenal. Right, That's I mean, right. it was probably, probably three or four hours total worth of work. Yeah, and we, so, so we've touched on the lead source that came from a from a B &I, network, networking event. event. Mm -hmm. uh, the negotiations were were pretty simple on this one because you didn't really have to we, follow up and then renegotiate or any of that. You just kind of said, hey, here's what the market will bear, here's what I'll pay. And you kind of backed off, which is great. And then they came and said, let's do it. Mm -hmm. So, well, the, And they're very quiet. And again, you want to pick up on that uh, when, mm -hmm. you're, when you're meeting with the people too, mm -hmm. what type of person they are. And they definitely, um, yeah, I mean, they, they wanted to talk about it themselves. I mean, I could, you could definitely they wanted just, an internal talk. Yeah. They didn't want you there while they were deciding if they were going to sell it to you or not. Exactly. And they, I'm sure they liked you when they met you because you just came off as being on their side. Mm -hmm. It's well, a win-win. You're trying to help and you present them with with the comps and say, look, this is where the market's this at. This is where it's at. Like, yep. I, I really, you know, I mean, here's where it's at. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. And again, they wanted to think on their own. They did. They called me up and just said, we're ready to accept it. So there was no haggling back and forth. Yeah, and there again, wasn't, that, wasn't much else to that's it. That's why we got a, a great deal. We're able to sell it for a, I'd say pretty great deal still. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely, we, it's a good we, deal. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't mark them up a lot for them. So, so the uh, the contract and negotiations were, were pretty straightforward. That's great. The type of closing was a double close. And now that was a double close different day. Mm -hmm. Weren't able to line the uh, the double closes up, which would, have which would have eliminated us from having to gap fund. But on mm -hmm. this particular deal, we gap funded it. No big deal. And again, it's part of the reason we do that, though, because our motto, I mean, a household easy, we want to be... We want to make it easy for the seller. Right. So if they need to close on this day, then we'll do that for them. Mm -hmm. It's going to cost us a little bit of extra money to make it, to make that happen. But, you know, our company is household easy. Discount Property Investor is, uh, you know, where we put our properties out. Mm -hmm. But our actual acquisition company is household easy. Right. And... Um, that's great. You did it. You closed it, and it was a win-win-win. It mm -hmm. was a win for you and me, obviously, yep. um, because we were able to get a deal on a property. It was a win for the seller because they got to sell their home. They didn't have to hire a real estate agent. They didn't have to have inspectors coming in there and picking the place apart. They didn't have to pay any agent commissions. They didn't have any seller concessions, which means that we would come back with our inspection report and say, well, you need to do this, 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 and this, and we, we need a better price. So they didn't have to deal with any of that. 
And lastly, we probably played all of their closing costs too. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have to worry about coming to the table with any money or even having that money deducted from what they were going to receive. So it was a win on their end. And then we teed it up for our cash buyer investor who bought that property, has a hard money lender in place Mm -hmm. to get into it for little to nothing down. The hard money lender lends for the property and the small rehab. I probably needed a couple grand to get rent ready. Sure, yeah. And then they then you know exited it with a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. So it's a win on there. And I don't want to get into too much detail, but the point here is that win, win, win. Everybody mm-hmm. wins. It's a great deal. And uh, you did it super fast. I'm impressed. Wow, yeah. three days from yeah. from start to finish on you know on the contract side of the business. I know you were working on this a little bit longer, and there was some delays here and there. But man, three days. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it it's, awesome. it feels really good when you have your property sold quickly. There's the, I'd say the, the time that you sweat the most is when you have a property under contract to purchase and you don't have your buyer. So I'm, I mean, personally, I'm willing to take a little bit less to get it sold quickly. I did one yesterday less. Yeah. Just get it, get it, you Just know, and this it. In the, next property. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, I think we made uh, two or three grand on a deal. But it was a deal mm-hmm. where I was just really trying to help the seller out. You know, making a little extra money on the deal is always a great thing. But the guy's kind of underwater in the home and he just wanted out. So we were able to help him. Yeah. You know, that's another thing. So we'll, you know, the two or three grand, obviously, that's great. We'll probably put it all back into marketing. But what's really important is we'll get a testimonial yeah. from this guy. You know, he'll just say, Dave came out. He was nice. He helped me. And you know he oh, saved the yeah. day. He, he got, might he got the deal done for he him. He might know somebody else who needs to sell a property, and you exactly. could make, hit a home run on that one, make ten grand. You never know. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Dave, how about how about you, man? You want to do a, a case study? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, so you know, example? as I mentioned in episode one, um, I'm fairly new to wholesaling, guys. I've only been doing uh, wholesaling for maybe a little over a year, probably right at about a year, actually. You know, and uh, I. Um, I, I did talk about this in episode one. I, I tried to do wholesaling for two and a half to three months prior to doing a deal. Mm. And um, and then I hired a coach and it totally changed the game for me. And within, um, I can't even remember at this point, but I think within the first month I did three deals. I did a deal <laughs> within, within a week and a half, I did my first deal. But I had been trying for three months to on my own, yeah. trying to absorb all this information. And it all came down to just me not simplifying it you know i was just i didn't really know what to do and where to start and when i hired a coach he was like just send letters get out there do marketing <laughs> and i was doing a little bit of it but not not enough it's you know? really easy to overcomplicate things it's so simple this yeah. business is so simple so um to to you know back on topic my case study i actually want to talk about my very first wholesale deal um completed it about a year ago to, as of today and um it was a it was a, a multiple home deal actually so i was doing a small rehab on um one of my own rentals so this wasn't a wholesale lead per se it was a uh it was a rehab that i was doing and my general contractor um he saw that i was getting into the business of buying and you know and and gcs are great people to network with mm-hmm. by the way mm-hmm. because they 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 work for investors they know a lot of other investors. So he came to the job site one day. I, I stopped in and checked on the property and the rehab. And he said, Dave, I have a client who lives out of state and he has three houses. He's looking to liquidate these things. He's tired of dealing with the tenants. They really weren't in the best part of town. And um, he said, call him. Here's his number. Make him an offer. So I went back home. I ran some comps on these properties. 
and I sent him an offer on all three of them. It was kind of like a package deal. However, it was three individual contracts because I didn't want to get stuck having to buy all three if I was only able to sell one or two. And I told him, I said, listen, you know, I want to buy these, but I need to do some due diligence. Here's my offer. I'm going to do a 20 day inspection period. I need to get my contractors out there. I need to shop it to my partners and, you know, see if this, if this offer will work. Okay. So my very first deal, um, another wholesaler saw some of my Craigslist postings. I didn't even have a buyer's list at this point. I was still building my buyer's list. I did, uh, I did some Craigslist posting and I had emailed it out, maybe did like a Facebook post on my own personal Facebook page. And another wholesaler in the market, his name's Justin, great guy, contacted me and said, Dave, I can sell these all day. These two that you have in this neighborhood, um, I got a buyer and we can do it. And I said, okay, great. Well, here's kind of what I'm asking. He didn't even know what I had him under contract for. And I just said, here's kind of what I'm asking. Um, 50-50, man, let's do it. You, you bring me a buyer to, to buy these and uh, we will we'll just split the profits 50-50. So he sent me a contract maybe, I don't know, three or four days later. So I had been marketing these properties for probably about a week and a half to two weeks. Mm. You know, So about two weeks, he sends me a contract from, from himself because he had one with his buyer and uh, ended it up to be for two of the three properties. And there was a $24,000 <laughs> spread. Oh, on these deals. And he didn't even know that. He you know, he was probably hoping to make a couple grand on each one. And after I get the contract, I go, "Man, this is I couldn't believe it." You know, I was like, "Okay, well, let's let's see if we can close, you know." <laughs> and uh, maybe about a week and a half later, um, we take uh, take the contract or you know, we go to the we had already sent the paperwork over to the title company and uh, um, I just assigned my contract to him. So then that's when he found out that there was a 24K spread in there. And then he went and closed the deal with the A to B and with the B to C same day. And I had a $12,000 wire the very next day into my account. Awesome. First deal, 12,000. So amazing. It so, was a home run for me considering I had never done a deal before. Well, yeah, and what's, you know, what's and, great about Dave though, he's fearless too. And I think it's something we mentioned in our previous episodes, which is make offers. I mean, he didn't make offers on one of the properties. Say, oh, I'll take down, I'll, I'm interested in this one, the nicest one. He said, I'll buy all three. So mm -hmm. that confidence, that, that, yeah, just, just go get it. Yeah, and it you know, good, man. I was awesome. really, I was, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I was really, I don't know what the right word is for this. I was really surprised, I should say, whenever, excuse me, whenever I sent over my offers for all, all three properties, mm -hmm. that they were accepted immediately because they were literally like, 50% of the after repair value and they didn't need a ton of work. The seller was just truly motivated. Yeah. He lived out of state. He had these as rentals and he just didn't want to deal with them anymore. So You said I this was a letter then? Uh, the lead came from a No, a, a general contractor. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, wow. it was a general contractor. So I, we, we got these two done. So he was already ecstatic with me. He was like, Dave, this is great. You just helped me out. Like, I didn't get a ton of money for him, but I don't have to deal with paying taxes and dealing with tenants. And he was just done. Yeah, happy. You know, and he, I think he got probably his money back out of what he had invested. There wasn't much profit in it for him, but he didn't care. He was just done. So then I got those two deals done. And then I had the third property. And the third property took me about another month to find a cash buyer. I had to go back and renegotiate on that one 
um, and I probably made three or four thousand on that one. But regardless, it was a win-win for everybody because yeah. I got paid in the middle. I helped him sell all three of these properties that he no longer wanted anything to do with, and um, I helped uh, another guy get two new rentals, and then another guy get another rental, and mm -hmm. just a win-win. Yeah, that's great. You know? So. Not a ton of negotiating on that. I think the level of motivation there um, was so high that he just accepted my my you know fair offer was was what what I thought, but they were pretty low. And um, well, and if you look at the numbers, then so it was three properties, right? So of the three properties, you probably made about fifteen thousand. About fifteen on that. So yeah. it's around five thousand per property, which is similar to mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. Well. Yeah. True and true and not true. I guess you said that your partner had also made twelve. So there was a twenty-four thousand yeah, dollars spread, yeah. but because he had brought the buyer in, it was a fifty-fifty joint venture. Um, if you're looking for a joint venture contract, go to the free wholesale course dot com. Um, we have some some example contracts on there, and uh, yeah, we just signed a joint venture. Mm -hmm. So I so the type of closing was a little strange in this one because. I assigned my contract to Justin, the other mm -hmm. wholesaler in the market, and then he did a double close. So that was actually an assignment and a double close, but for me, it was only an assignment. All I right. just assigned it to him. He then closed the A to B and the B to C same day, so he didn't even have to come to the transaction with a penny, mm -hmm. not a single dollar, and um, he used the C buyer's money. There was $24,000 a net profit. And then we split that twelve and twelve. So we awesome. we you know Absolutely minus awesome. some closing costs. I think I maybe netted like eleven five or sure. whatever. And then on the third house on that three house you know package, which I did a couple of weeks later, that was just an assignment. I found a buyer. I didn't make a ton. I made three or four grand on it. But I just told him I was I'm all about transparency. So I just said, hey, you know, this is where I'm at. I've negotiated this price down you know one or two times already. You know, I need to make at least this amount to make it worth my while take it or leave it. And he said, he negotiated me down even more. Of course, I was trying to make five or six. He said, hey, I'll give you, you know, let's say it was three grand, mm -hmm. here's three grand. Did an assignment, didn't have to go to closing. He closed my A to B um, because he had assigned it. So there really wasn't even a, a C really. He just assumed my B. And um, and then that's it. I got a check in the mail three, four days later from the title company. Awesome. And well, I think that's a big thing with us too though is just transparency. Uh, we do try to present, I mean, as honestly as possible what we're doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, I wanted to keep that buyer. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. another thing too. And that's a great point. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Mike, but yeah. I I would rather be transparent and save that buyer. Because again, this is when I was first starting. I didn't have a massive mm -hmm. buyer's list like we do today. You know, right. we have a pretty, pretty good sized list. But in, in the beginning, I maybe had 10 or 20 guys that I had met at RIA's and, and meetup clubs, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I didn't want to burn that bridge. It's not worth trying to make an extra thousand dollars on one deal if this guy's going to come back and buy 10 more properties well, from you. And you don't want to get a bad reputation. Maybe you may burn that bridge, you know, obviously never burn any bridges, but he has, he's an investor out there in, in you know, mm -hmm. in the market, he's going to tell people oh, too. Yeah. So not only did I make money, I teed him up with a great deal. It's a win-win. Mm -hmm. um, and he's still on my buyer's list. Right. He still buys deals from me all the time. So it's, it was a good, uh, it was a good um, deal for everybody. Yeah, about. good first so, deal. That's awesome. Two great case studies, guys. Yeah. Um, we pretty much have walked you through, you know, one of Mike's deals, my first deal. Um, talked about the lead source. You know, Mike's Mike's was a, a BNI. So networking. Networking, yep. and mine was networking too. It was actually from a general contractor that was doing some work, you know, on 
on one of my deals, guys. So get out there, do some networking, you know, action item for today. Again, we are in the marketing business. I can't stress this enough. Do marketing, do more marketing. Mm -hmm. If you're not already doing marketing, start doing marketing. This is a marketing business, guys. So action item for today, get out there, place some bandit signs, buy a list, send some letters. If money is tight, hand write them. When I first started, I think I bought a list with, I remember the first list I bought was 90 names. Mm -hmm. How tiny baby <laughs> list is that? It is 90 names. And I hand wrote the letters. I remember my girlfriend, she was she was yelling at me wanting to go to dinner and I'm like, nope, I'm gonna write these letters. And I hand wrote 90 letters and I mailed them out. And I don't even remember if I got a call off it or not. But you know, regardless, do your marketing guys. So I'm gonna give a second action item too. Please. So if you can't, I mean, if you haven't done marketing, you can make an offer today. Call a real estate agent. Craigslist and Zillow. List, call, make an offer today. Yeah. Just get out there and start doing the business. That's a great point, Mike. You yeah. don't even, I mean, marketing is obviously key. But if you don't have any resources at all, go to the library, mm -hmm. get on the computer, pull up Zillow or Craigslist, find rentals in the area, and call them. There's no reason not people to. People that are wanting to people. rent their property yeah. are going to put a contact number on there, pick up your, the phone, call them, make them an offer. Mm-hmm. Or just, Absolutely. Or just make a friend. Or just Figure, make a friend. Hey, find how, another buyer how to add did your you, list. Yeah, how did you buy this? How did you get started? I'm, I want to invest in real estate. Again, just get on the phone, start talking to people. It's important. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So uh, next week, guys, we are going to talk about supercharging your wholesale business um, with the freewholesalecourse.com. We are going to talk about what we are offering with this course. Um, it's free. Go to our website, freewholesalecourse.com, and um, we're going to be talking about that next week. Um, as far as today, if you need to reach me, David at Discount Property Investor. You can find me, Mike, at discountpropertyinvestor.com. Send us an email. We're happy to help out. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll go ahead and end with a quote. Uh, it's not how much money you make, but how much money you keep, how hard it works for you, and how many generations you keep it for. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.